Happy Monday to you. It's 440 on this October the 4th. Thanks for tuning in to NL Newsday. Now, today did mark the first day back for our MLAs. Yes, the fall session of the B.C. Legislature resumed today, or I should say got underway. So to help uh, talk a little bit about what was happening, pleased to be joined by Kamloop South MLA, Todd Stone. Todd, how you doing today? I'm doing well, Jeff. How are you? I'm doing not too bad. Appreciate you taking some time here. I know you're still going through, uh, I think, question period still on right now, but I uh, appreciate you stepping out for me. Uh, before we get to some of the business that was being discussed throughout the day, I just wanted to start with what uh, the scene was like when you walked into Victoria here today. I mean, there was the protests that were going on in relation to Ferry Creek and old growth logging. I mean, did you experience any issues trying to get into your place of work today? Uh, I did not experience any uh, issues getting uh, into the building today. Uh, th there were uh, a, a pretty good number of, of protesters here, and, and uh, at a certain point, uh, they were standing outside of most of the entrances to the to the building. The security was uh, was in uh, you know was was on top of it, and uh, we, you know we've got exceptionally good uh, uh, folks that work in security in this building, and uh, um, particularly with the, the increasing prevalence of, of protests these days. Uh, but no, I didn't have any issues getting into the building. Uh, I was in pretty early this morning, though, and and um, there were a few folks that were, were just beginning to 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 arrive, I think, for the protest, and so I was able to get in. Um, I, and I and frankly, I, talking with a number of my colleagues, uh, I haven't um, I haven't had anybody say to me that they felt um, you know, that they felt threatened or or in any way uncomfortable. Uh, and uh, again, partly because I think the protesters have um, have been pretty uh, pretty reasonable in, in their approach and and the security. Um, has been has been out in full force. That's good to hear. I just you never know right these days when it comes to protests just what the reaction is going to be from those um, as people try to I guess like cross through the picket line so to speak if you will. It's just recently the stories haven't been necessarily all that uh, all that great. So I just wanted to get no, that. No, but uh, I, but I, the, the one final piece I'd add on this though is. Uh, this is this is a place to protest. Uh, you know, I would much rather people uh, take their their frustrations out on on, on us politicians uh, here at the legislature and uh, and elsewhere than uh, you know at, at, at the hospital in Kamloops, for yeah. example. Uh, right. So uh, you know, look, you have a right to protest as long as you do so peacefully. And uh, and today. Uh, that seemed to, to be the case. Yeah, and that was one of the things that has been talked about here today was the uh, legislation to have bubble zones put in around hospitals and schools in relation to the recent incidents we've seen uh, for those anti-vaccine passport protests that have been going on. Uh, you know, it seems like it's something that's probably going to move ahead fairly quickly here, but I guess there is a little bit of debate that has to be discussed in terms of things like um, um, like if uh, you're, you're on strike with your union and you're an employee worker at the hospital, you would still have a right to, you know, pick it out front of the hospital without causing a disturbance things like that right that's correct and I, my understanding is uh, is the government is taking a look at uh, at this and, and I think we're all uh, paying close attention to what other jurisdictions are doing uh, Quebec is, is one one example of a province that's moved forward on this and I think there's a there's a way to thread this needle uh, whereby uh, you know you, you, you protect uh, again the, the democratic rights that people have to to protest and and to uh, and and certainly um, in the labor uh, the labor world to to have have peaceful 
uh, uh, picketing and strikes and so forth, uh, all the while ensure that the safety of, uh, of healthcare workers, uh, patients, uh, you know, the loved ones of patients, that, that, uh, that, that the safety of all of those folks uh, going in and out of a hospital is also of, um, you know, of top concern. So, uh, so we're, we're, we're taking a look at this and, and paying close attention, and we'll see, uh, we'll see where this goes. All right, let's get to some of what was going on during question period today. I didn't have a chance to tune in for too, too long as I got set to jump on the air here at 3. But when I did tune in, there was a lot of emphasis around mental health and addictions. And I did play uh, earlier last hour the back and forth between yourself and the Minister of Mental Health and Addictions, Sheila Malcolmson, talking about the CAR-40 program specifically. So why was that something that was, uh, you know, you wanted to bring this up on the first day back? Well, look, I, I, everyone in Kamloops uh, knows that the uh, the challenges relating to mental health and addiction uh, are are getting uh, more and more acute every single day. I mean, it's it, we all see it. Uh, we all know uh, uh, people. We all have loved ones that are in some way uh, impacted. And uh, you know, we, we're sitting here, um, uh, you know, on on the first day back of this session uh, here in early October. Uh, um, it's been six. Uh, it, it's been four, a little over four years um, since the NDP took power or, or assumed power, um, and they, they, as part of that, they, they created this standalone ministry of mental health uh, and addiction, um, and that was on June 27, 2017. Since that time, uh, 6,120 uh, uh, British Columbians have lost uh, their their lives to overdose deaths. Um, today, we're we're. Um, tragically watching as six British Columbians die every single day. And so, you know, it's uh, the point we were trying to make today in question period was, you know, look, uh, the government has been in power for over four years now. Uh, they they created this standalone ministry uh, for mental health and addiction. Uh, they certainly have not been short on the rhetoric uh, with respect to uh, to programs and and supports, but things are getting worse and worse by the day. And and certainly COVID and the pandemic has uh, has has not helped. It has made things uh, worse. Um, but uh, to blame everything on the pandemic is just simply not borne out by the by the facts. So. A number of us uh, MLEs got up and we asked specific questions about different aspects of this where, you know, there's some obvious investments that could be made. Some of them are quite modest, like the CAR 40 program in Camos. We know how effective uh, that program is. Um, the mayor and council uh, are, are, have been calling on the government to expand the CAR 40 program. The RCMP have been calling uh, for that. Uh, uh, community agencies in Camos have been calling for it. Uh, and, and yet uh, the, uh, the government and Interior Health uh, continue to refuse to, uh, to provide that one additional uh, nurse, a mental health nurse position uh, that would enable that CAR-40 program to become a 24-7 uh, service. Uh, right now, uh, mental health interventions by a police officer and a mental health uh, nurse, uh, which are, are proven to be a highly effective way to, to intervene in these mental health situations, um, are, only, are only done... Um, as a combined unit uh, four days a week uh, during regular business hours, as if mental health and addiction uh, issues don't happen in the evenings uh, or on weekends. So, again, it was just a, as part of the, the theme we wanted to really highlight today was uh, it's, you know, it's t- time for uh, talk is over. Time for action is, is now in front of us. We want the government to get serious about making the kinds of investments uh, that, that, are, that are really needed uh, to address the, uh, the, the worsening challenge of uh, 
of, uh, of uh, addiction and, and uh, to, to address the fact that so many people uh, are suffering uh, from, uh, from mental health uh, uh, impacts as well. Well, yeah, and it wasn't just yourself. You were bringing forward, of course, the Car 40 issue, which we just discussed, but then uh, interim leader for the BC Liberals there, Shirley Braun, Bond, was speaking um, to, to this specific issue, saying how things are continuing to get worse since this pandemic has began. Uh, you had uh, Trevor Halver, the, the critic there for you, your, your, your BC Liberal Party there, talking about how uh, he's disappointed with, with the work that has been done from the Minister of Mental Health and Addictions. We also saw the uh, Green Party leader, Sonia Furstenow, getting involved in this conversation as well. I mean, there was definitely a, a theme there, it felt like, to start question period, and I didn't really hear much in the way of answers from the NDP outside of Premier Horgan saying, you know, we, we were making a lot of progress before COVID-19 hit, which is almost an excuse at this point. Yeah, and and again, uh, the, the premier is simply not uh, not telling the truth uh, when he suggests that. So when, when he says that uh, that things were heading in the right direction uh, prior to COVID, that's simply not the case when it uh, when it comes to uh, to to overdose deaths. Um, and uh, uh, you know, he he can he can say it uh, as many times as he wants. It doesn't make it true. Um, look, we need we need to see uh, a, a serious investments in, in recovery. We're just not we're not seeing that around the province uh, if anything the government has actually closed a number of uh, recovery um beds they you know penticton is one example they, they shut down the pathway uh, addiction resource center um we, we the latest numbers we just got uh, is that there's out of a thousand people in the penticton area that that need uh, recovery services uh, 900 can't access any services now because uh, because the ndp shut down uh, that center um we, um we 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 need the government to move more quickly in addressing the the illicit and very deadly uh, you know, supply of, of drugs that are on the streets uh, um, and we need them to um, you know to to to, to make the, the the investments like the car 40 program which is already a model that's up and running uh, the city of Kamloops uh, bears the, the the majority of the cost for that program they, 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 the city of Kamloops uh, covers the cost of two police officers and a police car and and all the related equipment um, IHA uh, uh, provides the mental health nurses and one more nurse at an estimated cost of two hundred two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year would would enable that service to become a twenty four seven service. And 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 at the end of the day, uh, Jeff, what that what that means, what Car Forty does, is it enables a mental health uh, issue, an addiction issue, to be addressed through uh, the healthcare system or with a healthcare approach, as opposed to a criminal justice approach. Uh, and and that's why teaming up the RCMP officers with the mental health nurses is such an effective uh, model. Uh, and yet the government doesn't want to um, doesn't want to provide the additional funding to expand that service. So it's a 24/7 service. It's, it's inexplicable um, for the for the amount of cost involved and the impact that that would have. Uh, but again, this is uh, this is part of our job down here. Uh, you know, to highlight these uh, these deficiencies and to urge the government to step up and do the right thing. Hey, when it comes to Car 40, we've been talking about it since I moved here more than two years ago. We're still talking about it now, and I'm imagining we're going to be talking about it for a little while into the future here. So always appreciate your time, Todd. Thank you so much for this quick snapshot of some of what's been going on today, I'll, and I'll, uh, I'll let you get back to work, and we'll catch up soon. Thanks a lot, Jeff. Uh, a lot more uh, heat dome, uh, wildfire uh, management, uh, jobs, economic recovery. There's lots of more themes that you're going to hear from us uh, in, the, in the days and weeks during this session. But always happy to talk to you. Well, we'll, uh, we'll get into some of those in the near future. Have a great day, Todd.
You bet. Thanks, Jeff. All right. There is Todd Stone, Kamloops South MLA, uh, speaking to us from Victoria here, where the legislature back in session for the fall term here.